Welcome back to the Conspiracy Outpost. This week, we are thrilled to take you on an extraordinary journey into a chilling chapter of history that remained buried in secrecy for decades. We are diving deep into the mysterious world of Project Iceworm. I am your host, Casey. I'm Mike. I'm Jerama Joe. I'm Wesley. And I'm Matt. Anybody do any research on this, or uh, we watched we watched some videos and Wesley uh, looked up some stuff. Yeah. We 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 watched we watched Tremors. <laughs> I watched Tremors. We, uh, right I, I watched the SpongeBob episode with the Alaskan bullworm. I, figured I that watched one. Slither <laughs> and the Thing. Mike, I watched Beetlejuice. Mike, Mike, I'm going to slither my thing into your craw. No, <laughs> no don't do that. <laughs> All right, Casey, why don't you go ahead and tell us about Project uh, Big Worm. So uh, let's, uh, let's get a little background info before we, get into, before we get into it. So as the Cold War was getting colder, the United States and the Soviet Union were not only locked down into competition for the most capable and most powerful nuclear weapons, but also they were devising creative ways to deliver them. Both sides were aware that any nuclear attack would begin with attacking each other each nation's nuclear arsenals in order to limit their uh, capability to respond. The Soviet Union had things like armored trains that could transport their ICBMs around Siberia and also utilized modified helicopter contraptions uh, capable of delivering huge nuclear payloads to distant launch sites. Uh, Casey, um, let's go stop you right there. Um, I don't think they should be loading up their BMs like that <laughs> and their like any bowel movements that that's not considered a payload. <laughs> it's a, it's a you know, other than that payload Joe left in your ass last time you were here. <laughs> so basically, this is like the worms video game. <laughs> what? Yes. What, is, what is the Worms video game? What is that? It like is a turn-based a, shooting yeah, game. For yeah, it's a turn-based side-scrolling <laughs> tactical uh, shooting game. Like Metal Slug? Uh, no, it, it, it's like turn a tactical uh, strategy. It's like turn, usually like a 6v6 of Worms. Yeah. So you have, a, side you have a team okay. of... Yeah, it's it's like tanks because you, you have to like level out your shooting. Right? Yeah, it's like a side-scrolling like tanks is pretty much. You have a certain amount of movement. Pla- platformer guns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know the proper terminology. That's the, that's I mean, worse. Me and Matthew have it for Switch. Matthew, if you remember. Yeah, Worms is fun, dude. It is pretty fucking fun. I can't play with my daughter because she won't know the mechanics, and I'll have to beat her ass because I have to show <laughs> honor for my ancestors. You know, later. But yeah. Anyways, Casey. Sorry. For my worms. <laughs> so, with, so with all this. Soviet Union ingenuity. The United States were motivated by, uh, motivated by fear of uh, nuclear annihilation, so they also looked into creative ways for nuclear war and even used foreign soil, which will segue into what we're going to talk about, Project Iceworm. So, in 1951, the United States and Denmark, who are both founding members of NATO, signed a defense signed the Defense of Greenland Agreement and this treaty was intended to negotiate agreements under which armed forces of the parties of NATO members could use 
uh, can make use of a facility of the facility in defense of Greenland and the rest of and the rest of Greenland in the North uh, Atlantic Treaty area. And with this treaty, it allowed the United States to build military bases in Greenland. And so over the next decade, they built three different air bases. Uh, I don't know how to say these, but Narsar Squar, something like that. Narsar Squar. Yeah. <laughs> Sunderstrom <laughs> and Thule. Those, uh, they're, they're, uh, they're hard words. It, but, you, uh, it, they don't, you don't need to like, as long as you say them with conviction, people just assume you're right. <laughs> Narcissquare, they're like, it must be Narcissquare. It's all about. Like, oh yeah, I know yeah. about that Narcissquare. Um, yeah. and I, I want to know why, why our fucking other podmate Nasty Nate doesn't go by Nasty NATO. <laughs> it's like an alliance. <laughs> but the these three bases provided refueling points and base of operations for. Intermediate range strategic bombers, in addition to the United States deployed radar stations in Greenland to maintain ballistic missile early warning systems and distant early warning system uh, lines. These stations would give the United States an advance warning of a Soviet nuclear attack. And only one of these bases are still in operation today. It's the Thule base, which is less than a thousand miles from the North Pole, which the United States Air well, Force, which is the United States Air Force's um, northmost base. Well, I, well, I assume we probably got rid of two of them because technology got better, so we can probably see farther. We don't need them spread out as much. Um, so we probably could reduce funding and just still see the same amount, if not I thought more. Our- I thought our most northern base was in the North Pole. Now we're Santa Heiser no, Newt's. A, I was about to say, no, that's Santa's base. <laughs> he has, damn. Here's the thing Santa's not part of NATO. He's not. No, he's actually <laughs> not, not yet. Actually, he was actually a very strong supporter of communism and was uh, very, he loved fucking Soviet yeah. Russia. He uh, almost Russia. joined, like, um, when he found that, no, like, he we were constantly going to war with Muslim countries. And he's like, that's what I'm about. It's yeah, like, damn, he, Santa, you anti-Semitic? He's like, yeah. He actually flew <laughs> missiles. He actually, uh, he actually flew missiles in his sled, guided by reindeer, and he called the missiles. They were called rain spears, and they would just fucking launch down like hail, like rain. Yeah, they'd the, like, explode in a beautiful fountain of tinsel. Yeah, <laughs> but this tinsel's like barbed wire, so it fucked people up. Yeah, dude, you don't even want to know what a shrap, uh, like his uh, shrapnel grenades are made of. It was just fucking sharpened uh, candy canes. It's fucking yeah. launched. Fun fact: uh, Matthew actually sharpened all those with his mouth. That's true. <laughs> he kept getting pissed that Santa was only giving him like regular size candy canes. I want the jumbo. He, yeah, he's like, give me, give me one at least two inches round. Give me that bitch. Old Saint like, Nick said he'd damn. never seen a tongue. Uh, there's only been one tongue he's seen that uh, fucking intricate and uh, fucking whatever, and that was real. Yeah. The sloppy oh, yeah. sister was actually named after Matt. Yep. <laughs> he's like, God damn, dude, I just got off fucking work. All right, can we stop talking about my oral game? <laughs> hey, story. It's actually a fucking uh, Clark thing because I can do that whole um that whole tongue oral thing, uh, with, but with condom wrappers, I can turn it into a fucking uh, crane. It's called oral gummy. <laughs> <laughs> damn. That. <laughs> and I can do the same thing Thunderous with balloon applause. animals but uh, <laughs> my tongue <laughs> oh that was the wrong one that, that worked out <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, Matt, MLB. did you take one of those edibles? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. You look high as fuck. I am, dude. This shit's like hit me weirdly harder than normal. Yeah, I can uh, I can suck a condom off a dick, um, blow it up, still in my mouth, turn it into a fucking uh, balloon animal, and I can talk with it in there, and I call it a mush puppy. <laughs> Dude, Matt, when you gave me one of those edibles the other night while we were drinking, I was not able to talk. One, my fucking tongue kept sticking to the roof of my mouth. And two, it's like, dude, I, like, I just, like, I couldn't feel my fucking mouth. Like, I could not talk. Well, Mike, that's and how you play think. tongue wrestling. And I can't think, dude. Like, that shit fucked me up. Like, I just... That's why, like, near the end of the night after we took him, I just laid down. I was like, I can't. Like, the word, the room was spinning so much. I was so fucking cross-headed. I go on. Like, I was just, I can't conversate. <laughs> all right, so. All right, Casey. Can't articulate words. Articulate. So, uh, Project Iceworm was a top secret U.S. Army program during the time of the Cold War, and this project launched in 1960 and was canceled in 1966 due to unstable conditions of the ice sheet. The purpose of this project was to build a network of mobile nuclear missile launch sites under the Greenland's ice sheet, and with this, ins- with the install of this vast network of nuclear missile sites, it was so that we could survive a first strike event. And uh, yeah. this... What were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, uh, we watched how they were making them. They would uh, put up those sheets of metal in like a tubular form and then cover yeah, it. Half pipe of metal. Yeah. Wrench yeah. it out and then half pipe of metal over it. And then like, yeah. Um, Did you guys watch that like early like 90s informational video that they like the teacher would roll out on a, on a VHS? We watched this guy. Dude, what let's can, talk about Greenland. Yeah, is, we we uh we watched this guy that can only be explained as somebody that was uh, a uh, one of the English dub uh, actors for uh, Speed Racer. His motherfucker was like, and then like he's just talking hella fucking fast. Like, slow down, slow down, brother. We got it all night. Come on, <laughs> dude. Okay, so I I couldn't remember the name, but I got it. I looked it up. I bet they made that shit out of pyrite. You guys know what that is? No, I've heard. So of that it is, uh, you fill up blocks like a container with sawdust, and oh, then yeah. you pour water in it, and you let it freeze. <laughs> you let it freeze, and it is some of the most durable fucking shit you could ever fucking make. I can tell you how they built the base. I got I, all the notes right I, here. Mike, I just, I just like to announce. <laughs> no pipe. Like, this. Your dad popped into the fucking frame for like two seconds, and I love how your dad always makes a, a shirtless cameo. Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, if it, within ten minutes of him getting home from work, shirts off, and he's taking a nap. Hell yeah, dude! I'm the same way. I take my clothes off if I don't take a shower. I go right to the couch in my boxers. I just fucking yeah. <laughs> usually. I know. I've like been at your house a couple times when you got off work. I just wish you would check to see if anybody's on the couch first. <laughs> you sat right in my lap. It was very yeah. uncomfortable, but sexy. Mike, why do you think <laughs> I, do it, I do it on purpose, Mike? Why do you think I wear my ba- uh, my boxes on backwards where the holes in the ass? <laughs> but let me tell you about the construction of this uh, this yeah. base. So it was it was under the command of Captain Tom Evans, and uh, is that the this, guy in the videos that was just was walking around with the fucking Captain America pipe in his mouth? I, I don't I don't I don't know what he looks like. There's a guy always pointing at papers or looking at people like he's giving uh orders. 
And he's always like talking and everything, but he has one of those old school Popeye pipes, Sherlock Holmes pipe in his mouth, not holding it with his hand. It's like, this motherfucker's got a straw jawbone. Like, <laughs> yeah, <he's> probably. Just, <laughs> they had a... Like, uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. They had a uh, three-month-old Eskimo sled dog that was the camp's mascot that they weren't even supposed to allow to have, but they had it there. But this is... I just wanted to throw that out there, but... So the... The way that they built this base, they had to build a three-mile road bringing 6,000 tons of supplies. It would require uh, to require to build the $8 million facility. Most of the heavy equipment, including vehicles, were bought, uh, brought by bobsleds, known as heavy swings, which had the maximum speed of two miles an hour, making it a 70-hour trip from the what, Thule Air Were base. those bobsleds pulled by dogs? No, they were like they were machine ones, but okay, they they just went super slow. So like and snowmobiles, kind of. Yeah, basically just like massive ones that only went two miles hear, an hour. When I hear bobsled, I'm not thinking of something motorized. And no, then you're uh, about a guy named Bob sledding on your crotch. Yep. <laughs> okay. The the engineers used a Swiss-made Peter plows to dig deep trenches in the snow and ice. The trenches then were covered up with a roof of steel arches and topped with more snow. And inside the trenches, the engineers would set up prefabricated wooden buildings, leaving airspace on each side to minimize melting. And uh, the way that they built these things, like they, they pre-built them outside of this place, and then they sent them out to make sure, you know, they had all the parts. Yeah, and they would send it to the guys, and then yeah. they would... uh put it together exactly how they like just by the instructions. So basically any idiot could put it together. Have you ever seen the pre uh, prefab buildings that they, they build sometimes on commercial sites no. where they, they, they build like they, they pour the form and they put all these brackets in and then they fucking put the whole fucking wall up at once. Dude, prefabricated. I Pretty dope. Like um, when you come out of Sacramento, like off to your right, kind of where that fucking in and out and sizzlers at. I don't know what place that is, but, Near those things on your way home from Sacramento before you get on 70 mm-hmm. um, or 99. Before you get on 99, there was, they did a whole bunch of prefab buildings out there. Oh, nice. I yeah. keep forgetting. I didn't think about it. I keep forgetting this that you're an expert builder because you do construction. <laughs> I always forget that. I, well, you got oh, that, that I work construction. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to look past a musician and editor to see the construction man in oh, front yeah. of us as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honestly, I really like working construction. It fascinates me. I, I think you just like catcalling young men. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I do it to women now, like the cops show up. Um. <laughs> yeah, the, we were watching them uh, in the videos of them fucking putting the metal and shit, like whatever, doing that. And then the wood thing. I don't know. It seemed cool. Like if you were trying to build a fucking like a massive igloo fort. Yeah, that that looks pretty sick for you. You guys, you guys should uh, look into the fucking pie crate because I'm surprised that they didn't do it because I think pie crate is bulletproof. I don't know if bomb proof because it's made out of fucking ice, but you know, that's what I call a facial when you just like uh, instead of bukkake, pie 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 crate, (laughs) pie skeet. Yeah, no, what we were confused about is that in the documentaries we've seen was the size of it, because one documentary said it was the size of Indiana. Well, guys like, always lie about their, their size. Right? <laughs> 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 dude, we don't know. We don't know. Was it 200 football fields? We don't know. Now, were they measuring with uh, men's dick size? 
mixed <laughs> men's dick size or women's hair length? Yeah, they were like, it's this about one, like, it's, it's about one Mike Tyson sized dick of an operation. We got uh, you guys, the measuring tape we chose to use was our wieners, and we're in the cold, so it's <laughs> <laughs> undercalculated. <laughs> We're we're doing this in kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's as big as Alaska. If so it guess, wasn't cold, <laughs> I guess the uh, I guess the jizz of the uh, uh, of what we were trying to say, the gist, um, was uh, how big was the fucking uh, was facility. whatever? Yeah, the facility because we oh, heard three of them. The size of yeah. Uh, of yeah well, the, well, there's a uh, one. Those are just the three uh, air bases that we had in Greenland. But they, the place that we're talking about, is just one massive place on the we're ice talking sheet. About oh, okay. We're talking about Century, right? Camp that- Century, yeah. Yeah. So I'll, let me let me uh, let me get to that one sec. So this project was kept secret for a long time, and it didn't come to light until 1955 when the Danish Foreign Policy Institute made an inquiry into the history of the storage of nuclear weapons in Greenland. Uh, but the Pentagon told official media that Project Iceworm, a.k.a. Camp Sentry, would be a testing site for soldiers. They led everyone to believe that the troops were being shipped off to Greenland because of the frigid conditions would prepare them from space travel. Now, the actual thing that the Pentagon was doing. Their main mission of Project Ice Forum was to construct a network of train tracks beneath the ice. The tracks themselves would span a distance of nearly 2,500 miles for trains to mobilize 600 nuclear warheads. And uh, America wanted to keep all its nuclear weapons on the move so the Russian spies could never discover the actual locations if the missiles were in constant transit. That's and the thing then, about... Oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. I don't know if you're going to cover the fucking global warming thing. Or oh, yeah, somewhere down here. Oh, is it down the list? I, 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 we, I've already been jumping the gun. Well, you already <laughs> had your shit. That's why I was making sure. I Never mind. We'll talk about, about it when you get to it. I didn't know about the trains. What? I mean, that's. I guess that's a kind of dope concept. I mean, they can't track them, you know? It's like, oh, where are they? It's like Minesweeper. Right, <laughs> whack them all. They just come out of in, ice sheets. In an alternate universe, we were actually working in there, and Wesley hopped on one of those trains and lost his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, <clears throat> that's a deep cut joke right there. <laughs> no, uh, damn. Um, were you gonna get to the their their pipelining and shit, like the, the mechanisms of shit? How they were getting, uh, they had that fresh water. They had a well system that I quote from this fucking thing that we watched. They said they were milking icebergs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know you could milk. I didn't know that was a term, milking an iceberg. Uh, look yeah. at the cheat on that iceberg. I can <laughs> sink a ship. You gotta be gentle. <laughs> we'll be getting to that. Oh it's called a Rodwell. But... They said they're milking the iceberg and Celine Dion singing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow so as we as we said the project site was called camp century and it was started uh well no we already we already know it's started by the united states but it was uh it had a location that it's located at an elevation of 6600 feet in northwest greenland and 150 miles from the uh Thule air force base and this camp was described as a demonstration of affordable ice cap military outpost. It was a system of 2,500 miles in length 
and can be used to deploy 600 nuclear missiles that would reach the Soviet Union in an event of a war. The missiles would be under cover of the ice sheets, and although the ice, uh, although ice form was top secret, Camp Sentry, I fucking spoke camp wrong right there. Camp Sentry, I was like, what the hell is Camo Sentry? <laughs> camp Sentry was described and approved, uh, was discussed, sorry, and approved by the government of Denmark. And then, uh, so what they told the Danish, that they were, uh, they were just, testing you know right how did they it, convince them like, they, well they lied to them they didn't they weren't supposed to have nuclear arms on in it hey, over don't, there don't at worry all. About what these huskies are pulling that's what the point was they weren't supposed care. The, they, they weren't supposed to have the shit there so they were hiding it it was supposed to be a military outpost just you know yeah. for training soldiers not for storing yeah. up nuclear arms yeah, and so they, they weren't supposed to have the shit there, so they were fucking stashing it. We don't explain why this bobsled is so big. <laughs> That's a fucking... With a tarp over it. <laughs> <laughs> the, soldiers, the Danish uh, soldiers are just watching them, just like saluting, just smiling. But they had a uh, total. Yeah, they, of, they had a total of twenty-one trenches that were covered in arched roofs, and inside the prefabricated buildings built a total length of 1.9 miles and these tunnels contained an area known as main street. That was 1100 feet long, 26 feet wide and 30 feet tall. That's, that's where all the, the people did their shindigs. Yeah, they had that. a uh, chapel. They had a shop, a theater, a hospital, a military base, a complete gym, a kitchen and cafeteria, laundry area, communication center, a barber shop and multiple barrack facilities, and each barrack facility included one large common area, five individual rooms that were separated from uh, the ice surrounding them with the air gap that I said earlier to minimize the melting and internal heating. And deep holes were drilled into the ice cap to provide fresh sorts of water. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Fresh sorts of cold air to also help eliminate the, the um, melting. And there were approximately 200 soldiers there and then from 1960 to 1963 their electricity was provided by the world's first mobile and portable nuclear reactor and it was called the PM2A facility and it was designed by Alco which is an American auto locomotive company did anybody get stuck in a cave and try to put one of those in their chest no because they're pussies <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, like all that shit. They were like essentially a fucking village down there, and like <laughs> in that fucking theater they had. It's like from what we seen from what, yeah. Welcome to the fallout vault. Uh, yeah. So, um, from what we seen, it looked like unless they were just showing footage of something else. Like it showed fucking like but women why? dancers <laughs> and shit. So I just so just in case anybody thought that it was a complete frozen uh eel fest party down there it was it was uh, there i think they had like fucking women entertainers and other shit they definitely weren't just fucking each other down there they might have which i actually brought this up uh, to wesley earlier um uh, the whole don't ask don't tell thing actually originated here because um they would catch gay people in the act because people kept getting their tongues stuck to people's dicks because it was below. <laughs> it was, I think what it said on there, it was like below oh like negative God. 70 degrees or some shit. Was yeah, that no, what it was overnight was 
overnight. Yeah, overnight yeah. was negative 70. So when they woke up in the morning and they're just like, a tent, huh? And then they go in there and there's just a bunch of dudes with their <laughs> tongues stuck to dicks. <laughs> stuck stuck to poles, like, right, if you will. I'm getting yeah, tired <laughs> of this shit. These pool fancies. And that's why they started that then. Yeah. So uh, they were just like, yeah, I mean, it was really Explain fucked Explain to up. me why your tongue is on his private, private. <laughs> <laughs> and then the soldier's like, have you ever seen a Christmas story? <laughs> and, and and I just want to say, I, I use, I mean the word bull fancy lightly because here at the Conspiracy Outpost, we are... We are completely 100% behind gay people being gay. Okay. So we don't, we have no problem with it. But the military did, especially when tongues are getting frozen to dicks. It was in- <laughs> That's what I, when, when they were talking about a, it's like, um, how do we get, how do we get fresh water? Dude, are you thirsty? Do you, do you want some, like, it's like a stalagmite? Do you, do you want some of my, do you want some of my pie cream? <laughs> Like just scraping, like fucking ice, like at the at the freezer, just like. <laughs> Do you want some of my pie crete? Is that what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Dude, by the way, I seen some of that shit in that cafeteria. That shit looked delicious as fuck. I gonna lie, remind me of uh, school lunches. Dude, but also it's like, hey, uh, we're <laughs> but, not, we're not gonna let the Danish know, but uh, also we're gonna make a full ass documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, hopefully all this entertainment and just fucking lack of nature and real light and plants down here. Uh, hopefully you could be distracted with fucking third grade lunch. <laughs> Eat up, you fucking third graders. <laughs> you're all sitting there, you're getting that mashed potato fucking scoop of ice cream thing they used to give with the fucking gravy turkey on top of it. It's like, why are you looking at it like that? It's like, no, I mean, it's delicious and everything, but it's like, what are we, a secret fucking nuclear base <laughs> underneath Greenland? <laughs> wait, wait yeah. it was Greenland, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Can, so, do you have anything on Clench Fist? Nice. Uh, no, yeah. are you fucking around or is this the... No, 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 no it's real. It's a legit real. Oh, okay, because... It was south of Camp Century. Me and Joseph looked it up and it was called Camp Clench, Clench Fist. Fist. So yeah, at, I, this, at this camp, they didn't get their tongue stuck to the poles. They got their hands stuck to the poles. <laughs> yeah. I wish I thought of that joke. You get a drink of water and you milk the wrong thing. That's it. So, so Wesley was trying to figure out the thing because they said that it was the size of uh, Indiana, and it's like there's no fucking way. And then other things said it was the size of something. Two hundred foot ball field. Two hundred foot ball field or fifty two or thousand. Americans will use anything but the metric system. (laughs) (laughs) More football fields. Just tell them. (laughs) So we were, so we were in the kitchen, and uh, Wesley was trying to look up the fucking schematics of the shit or the the mapping out of it, and then that's when we stumbled upon fucking what'd you say Uh, south of it? Yeah, Yeah. south of there was Camp Cully. Yeah, there's like clen- catty cornered was a camp camp clench fist, fist. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they were clenching, they were clenching their fists. Because it was like, yeah, because we had to get icicles shoved up our asses, like, 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 like carrot size, no, like stalagmite size with the sharp ends and everything. <laughs> like, yeah, they might as well call that place just Camp White Knuckler. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, but yeah, that, that's a hilarious fucking. So name. I just it, and it, and uh, what I was reading had didn't even bring it up. I'm just like, all right, that's just gonna be on the map. 
<laughs> we just don't talk about uh, we're it. We're not going to tell you how big it was, but here's a hilarious name of one of the fucking things. Fucking south of Century, there's a place called Clunch Fist. <laughs> is that all you guys? Is, there's no information on it, just that? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was it. It was just like, here's a map. Here's where Thule is. Here's where Century Thule. is. Thule, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, and then it was like, uh, Camp Clench Fist. Now it did not bring it up at all. I was like, "What?" <laughs> you think they ever competed in games like summer camp? <laughs> and then like, and it's like, Tuli, uh, hey, you're in last place. Oh man, I wish I could go to Clench Fist, <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> I think fucking. Uh, do you guys think at a camp uh, at any of these camps like that, and then Camp uh, Century? Do you think it was just like any other camp and? Uh, your camp counselors came into your uh, room at night and molested you. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Well, they like they said they had a church. So uh, <laughs> there was one hundred. There's probably a Catholic one. No. Uh, <laughs> so as as Joseph was bringing up earlier, uh, they got their water from a device called a Rodwell, and uh, it was the way this worked. It melted glaciers and they tested it for germs and plague as they were pulling the water up, but uh, it was originally called the Rodriguez Rodriguez well. It's uh, It was envisioned by a Swiss glaciologist, Henry Bander, of Rutgers University and developed by Paul, or not Paul, Raul Rodriguez, or maybe it was Paul Rodriguez. Maybe I put a, the wrong letter. Raul or Paul, we don't know. But the <laughs> Of the United States Army for economical harvesting of drinking water in polar areas. And this uh, this led into a sub-project of Camp Century. And the, oh, wait, wait, here we go. The way the well worked, it, it uses heat exchangers in a submersible pump to create a cavity deep under the glacier's surface and cycle the heated water up the ice shaft, siphoning a portion of the flow for consumption before sending the rest back down into the well. The heated water is used to uh, melt the shaft over 100 feet deep, eventually forming a cavity beneath the surface to a point where the shaft ends. By continuously replenishing this pool of heated water, the deep pocket of melted water gradually expands, renewing the supply of fresh water available to be pumped to the surface. This process was inspired uh, by an observation that the room temperature sewage injected into Arctic surface eventually formed a pocket around 100 feet down, which would not refreeze as long as more sewage was continuously injected. The lifespan of the Rodriguez well is over seven years, ending with the depth of the cavity becomes too deep for the facility of, to efficiently heat and recirculate the water. Okay, and, uh, cool. So wait, you just keep you keep pumping more poop <laughs> in there, and it won't freeze. No, it was inspired by that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was inspired by a very shitty story. Yeah, it was, it was inspired by a sewage system basically set up, and yeah. then they created this. But they, they actually use the... Uh, there's one in current use at the National Science Foundation, Ashman, Scott, and South Pole Station, and then they have... There's talks about future use, which is uh, NASA is currently working on with Cold Regions Research and Engineering Laboratory of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to design a proof of 
con uh, like a proof of concept of the Rodriguez well to be used in polar regions of Mars. <laughs> so how, cool. do we, how do we stop keeping the poop from freezing? <laughs> Methane. <laughs> More spicy foods. <laughs> 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 Damn. Damn, dude, it's warm as fuck in here. What's your secret? Tapatio poop. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying earlier, with the within three years of this project being put into place, glaciologists working at the Camp Century found that the ice core samples uh, suggested that the glaciers were moving much faster than anticipated and would destroy the tunnels and launch stations within two years. The facility was evacuated in 1965. They removed the nuclear generator, which led to Project Iceworm being canceled and Camp Century being closed in 1966. Despite it being seemingly stable, the ice cap is in a constant, slow movement spreading outward from the center. This spreading movement over the course of a year causes tunnels and trenches to narrow as the walls deform and bulge, eventually leading to the collapse of a ceiling by the mid-1962. The ceiling of the reactor room within Camp Century had dropped and had to be lifted five feet during a planned reactor shutdown for maintenance in July of 1963, and then the Army decided to uh, operate Camp Century as a summer camp only. And did not they didn't <laughs> they didn't reactivate the PM2 reactor and the camp resumed operations in 1964 using a standby diesel power plant and the portable uh, reactor was moved uh, removed that summer. Do you think they had the same problems that New Jersey had with their summer camps? Well, at least one summer summer camp. Is this a molestation Elaborate. joke? No, there's this, there's this uh, summer camp in New Jersey uh, called Camp Crystal Lake where a mass killer and his mom killed oh, him. Is that in New Jersey? Yeah, at least uh, in the first one. Um, it actually, due to all the, um, fun fact, due to all the fucking uh, nuclear shit, they opened it as a summer camp and all the humans mutated into animals and they called it Camp Laszlo. It'd be funny if they made like a uh, another Jason movie, but then instead of Jason going around, like at first it starts out as Jason. And then you get the Jersey Devil coming in doing some kills. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Freddy Jersey versus Jason. Devil. Jason versus versus the Jersey Devil. Jersey <laughs> Devil. That should be hella funny. No, that makes sense because they had uh they had the movie where uh it's like uh, Jason Voorhees goes to New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jason takes Manhattan and that one <laughs> oh, dumbass dude yeah. tries to box him. Yeah. Dude, they, had, they, were, yeah. <laughs> they had a Jason movie with him in space. Yeah, yeah that's that was like that was that was in the future, man. Yeah, it was Jason. He was, in, he was entombed was and then brought 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 into space. Um, oh, is that and then next to nanites. I already have the. I actually have the ending of like that the, fucking uh, Jason. It'd be, a, it'd be Jason versus the Jersey Devil. At the end, they would battle each other, not in a murdering spree or like a physical fight, but playing skee ball with Kevin Smith as the referee. <laughs> And a and a very poorly CGI version of um the guy that played Pro Professor Snape. What's his name? That actor. Alan Rickman. Yeah, and it would be so offensive. Like, it'd be so offensive, like the um, like the fucking uh the Superman fucking CGI in the Flash that offended <laughs> everybody. It would be that kind of fucking CGI, and it's him fucking there smiling and just nodding his it's head. 
Yeah, because Alan Rickman plays God in this, and spoiler alerts, but Jason goes up and he tries to kill God, and so he chases him around with like a chainsaw and a machete, and, and God's like uh, freaking and out. And so, so and Alan Rickman is in this timeline. It's a CGI of Alan Rickman, but the voice is a dub over with uh, Michael Myers doing it. <laughs> Michael Myers or Mike Myers? Because Michael Myers don't talk. No, no, no. I mean, Mike Myers. I'm Michael Myers. But... Yeah, he's just yeah, there. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. Do I make you Do horny? I make you horny, baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that funny yeah. it really doesn't it shouldn't be that funny <laughs> uh, but it is. I, I, I think it'd be funnier if he was using his Shrek voice <laughs> well, what is, he's doing, why is that, are he's you doing... following me <laughs> This is my uh, Jason gets into heaven after finding the Jersey Devil and he's going after God. He's like, What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> this is my swamp. I like my privacy. <laughs> uh, yeah. How do you do that? Like when you're doing your Alan Rickman impersonation, it sounds like you're talking from like your jaw. Yeah, dude. That's what, that, I thought that, I thought that's how he talked. Yeah, like it do. It sounds like it. In the wise words of it's Casey, like, how are you I'm gonna, doing I'm that? Edit the shit. In the wise words of Casey, I'm gonna edit the shit. Say with your jaw, then. <laughs> Casey always says, "Say with your chest." <laughs> say with your chest. <laughs> say with what? your jaw, then, and then that's when you fucking turn around and you do a. Uh, oh God, what's an uh, any fucking singer from the '90s that does the fucking thing like they said in Ted. I don't want to be with you. (laughs) I got the the Eddie Vedder fucking mumbles. I was trying to remember that guy, but he really does sing with his fucking jaw. I mean, like, yeah, Eddie Vedder is, it's like, dude, listen to fucking Alive or Yellow yellow Ledbetter or fucking, like, pretty much any Pearl Jam song. And it's like, you can't understand. He mumbles so much. He does not close his mouth. It's like, where are you from? And he's like, I think he's from LA, even though he, like start, they started the band in Seattle, but it's like, dude, I swear to God, you're Cajun. Dude, you're I, not, your I'm, not gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. And we'll have to edit. We'll have to edit this. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but uh, we'll have to edit this name out. But every time I like do any like type of voice with my jaw, I think. It's, <laughs> it's this girl. She's always oh, like, Oh, I know who it is. Like, she's always like, just dog, dog. yeah. She's always yeah, she's got underbite. Underbite. it's this uh, girl. We know that has like this underbite. <laughs> We'll have to got, that name out. <laughs> is that got, Casey? Is that is that the uh, is that uh, mumble rock? Is that like the yeah. equivalent of mumble rap? <laughs> yeah, like dude, the nineties was full of it. He just wrote a Creed, Creed song. I thought you said a crank song. It was like yeah. about crank, like the drug or about Jason Statham's fucking knockout. Oh my God. I was on my way to work. I was on my way to work this morning and I saw this fucking tweaker crossing the street between Bank of America and Popeye's like and, and they were walking and then they stopped in the middle of the road because the goddamn walk sign had the hand. It didn't have the person walking anymore and he just stopped and he was just standing there high off his ass just like 
zeroed in on the fucking side. It's like, damn. Oh, so like, by the way, mind. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so documents published by Denmark in 1997 uh, outlined in 19... In an outlined in a 1960 army report called the strategic value of Greenland ice cap. It stated in full, if fully implemented, the project would cover a 52,000 square mile area, about three times the size of Denmark. The launch complex floors would be 28 feet below the surface with missile launchers, even deeper cluster of missile launchers, uh, would be spaced four miles apart with new tunnels to be dug every year. So that, by the five-year mark would hit, there would be thousands of firing positions in which the missiles could be rotated. The subsurface tunnels, uh, there would be subsurface tunnels to be constructed and maintained to host a stockpile of 6,000 specially modified medium-range nuclear missiles dubbed Iceman missiles. And these missiles hmm. were developed uh, by modifying the U.S. Air Force existing stockpile of Minuteman missiles used for the extreme cold. And that's everything that I have on Ice Warm. Besides, like their aftermath effect, if you guys want to hear about all that too, I do. Well, I can I can tell. Oh, I'll, okay, then you can tell it because I have the, the aftermath of it is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, what are we talking about? Uh, Nineteen sixty-six or seven? Sixty-seven. Yeah, when they're closing it down and shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> So the camp was decommissioned in 1967. Its infrastructure and waste there were abandoned under under the assumption that they would be entombed forever by the perpetual snowfall. But then in 2016, a study found that a portion of the ice sheet covering Camp Century will start to melt by uh, 2100. And if current trends continue, the uh, when the ice sheet melts, the camp's infrastructure, as well as the remaining biological, biological, chemical, and radioactive waste, will re-enter the environment and uh, potentially disrupt nearby ecosystems. This includes 200,000 liters of diesel, PCBs, and radioactive waste. Scientists, yeah, they, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was gonna. I didn't know if you were gonna cover that. They, yeah, they said that. Um, yeah, so they they found the shit because of the ice. Okay, climate change, fucking global warming. The ice started melting. If you uh, they had a, a climate <laughs> a climatologist or whatever the fuck they they went out the fucking uh, they went to go check shit. Whatever, I don't know what they're called. I might have just made that word up. Glaciologist. No, no, no. It, it literally has climate in the name of it. That no, it's, it's probably climatologist then. Yeah. So, so that because because of snow because every year because of fucking uh, global warming the ice gets small like it gets lower and lower and lower so they went there and it's like oh this is a this is the camp whatever thing and they're like wait a minute this isn't in the blueprints they showed us and it's like oh because the, because of the ice melting it uncovered fucking everything like all their fucking shit and it's like yeah so by time you said two thousand one hundred. But um, and something else we watched at 2090. So it was like, I mean, it probably varies. I mean, here or there, that's only <laughs> 10 year fucking different. We'll be dead. But <laughs> um, well, depends. Depends. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. like the diapers, which we will be wearing in that year. Yeah. Uh, no, um, no. So they said that, yeah, with all of that shit, but also, yeah, it could leak into the water and just spread the fuck out. Like it just. I yeah. like catastrophic yeah. shit. And you, know what, fucking... you know what the waste was? It was uh, like a nuclear coolant is what they said. 
They mm. said it was like the water. Oh, the water that surrounds, surrounds the cells? What? No, are you talking about that... diesel? No, no, no. 47,000 gallons of radioactive waste. Yeah. That's yeah, how much is under there. Is, right, that, is, the... is that the water that surrounds the cells? Yeah, whatever cools it down is what they were saying. Yeah, usually the submerged in water. Yeah, so I was like, well, I mean, at least it's not just the straight uranium or that, what the fuck. <laughs> that, that was one of the things they fucking feared, though, is it spreading out and it'll it'll fucking it'll spread out in the ocean and fucking everything else. Yeah, back back in the sixties, they they thought that the it would just be underneath the ice forever. Yeah, because they're fucking, and that's what when me and Wes are watching, I was like, another thing, America's dumbass didn't fucking take into fucking account. Like, it's just like a fucking another dumbass thing because I know it's basic knowledge to us now, but it's like that's not how things work. Like, but man, but it, man, bear pig isn't real. They they also did a ice core samples in the seventies and. They uh they were analyzing the stable isotopes to determine past temperatures and sea level changes. The results indicated that the site was ice free as recently as four hundred thousand years ago, suggesting much uh suggesting a much reduced Greenland ice cap and therefore a much higher sea level. And then well, yeah, Casey, and- but back then, uh like uh I mean back uh global warming used to be a conspiracy. Now over ninety percent because you know we're witnessing it every day believe in it like literally they say 90 something percent of the world believes in it now but it used to be a conspiracy much like uh cigarettes giving you cancer used to be a conspiracy <laughs> until it was blatantly like it's a- something i just wanted to bring up because he said you know we're not gonna be alive in 2090 or whatever but like when we're in uh old folks home you think it's kind of funny that we will be rocking out to fucking lincoln park in an old folks home like Oh, dude! I was making I was making a joke about listening to classic fucking uh, classic hip hop and being an old ass fucking white man. Cunt just, Renaissance, please. Uh, uh, cunt Renaissance. Back in my day, this used to slap. <laughs> Ew! Don't use that language. It's crazy. That, you know that fucking uh, South Park episode where they're on the old folks' home and he keeps playing fucking rap music. They got me locked up in here. That. Like, <laughs> dude, so if I can do a rap voice with an old. Big rip the twat down in the weed spot. Ain't no dick like the one I got. Big rip the twat. <laughs> Even oh, vacant fuck. lots. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just I just did a circle of lyrics. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Casey. I don't know. Yeah. Casey hates us. I mean, we gotta get some of this in. It's like it's it's part of the podcast. <laughs> it's part of the pod bod. All right, Casey. So um we still don't know about clench fits, but we'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> uh, there was actually, no, so, and there was, was one. Sorry, I was just gonna say there was clench fists, and there was actually another side that was called stench fist, and you don't want to know what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got people mouthing the poles, clenching the poles, and well, burying the poles. Brown knuckling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey. Uh, sorry. And as of 2018, the geologist, God, I can't believe it. Geology no. department, geological oh, survey of Greenland Geologic maintains geology. a climate monitoring <laughs> presence at the site of Camp Sentry, called the Camp Sentry Climate Research Station. This uh, monitoring presence includes measurements of climate variables, snow and ground surface temperatures, ice penetrable, penetrable 
radar and surveys of sub-slab and continent fields. God, I can't talk right now. Is that the Danish? But uh, they basically, they're just sitting there monitoring the ship, uh, waiting, waiting think, for it to pop off. I think that might right, have been... But one of, it's the Danish? Well, not the Danish anymore. The Danes? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. It's probably just NATO keeping an eye on it, to be honest. Various representatives of NATO. Right. Hashtag blame the Danes. But that's all I got for this ice swarm. What do, what do you guys? What do you guys think of it all? I well, thought they had a cool. Club. I was really hoping this was going to be about the thing and Kurt Russell. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of disappointed. I know that like the thing isn't necessarily a worm, but <laughs> but he's got one. Yeah. Um, it is a shapeshifter, so it can be a worm. Um, which is what I thought we were talking about. Or or that like X Files fucking episode where there is a worm in Antarctica and it's pretty much Slither but in Antarctica or Cabin Fever but in Antarctica with fucking space worms. Good episode of X Files <laughs> if you've never seen it. Fucking dope episode. But yeah, like I was really hoping it'd be about that, not this official stupid nuclear war bullshit. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, this is pretty fucking cool. Um, again, like it's. No. Did we even go any over possible conspiracies about this, or it's just like this is just a cool topic? This, this is, is a, topic. a historical one. Yeah, that's what I thought because I didn't hear any conspiracies. It's like it's one of those, like this is hypothetical, but no, I don't believe it exists. Documentation. <laughs> um, it's one of the. It's one of those things that it's like maybe no, maybe someone was like they're doing something else there, and then they really were. Yeah. one of those confirmed like the thing was actually there, even though this was the like Greenland and not Antarctica. Um, it was more of a conspiracy back in the day because it was yeah, just like MK Ultra and shit. Yeah, and, uh, there's, and uh, there's more the, people on Green in Greenland. I guess never mind. I was gonna say Y two K, but that was a debunked conspiracy. <laughs> but it was so fun to watch it. Up, I could feature Rama, and there's a part where uh, his pa- it shows his parents looking for Fry in the episode where it's about uh, Seymour, the dog, and the dog is yeah. trying to get to Fry while he's in the thing, and he's like, "Come on, help us find Fry." And he goes. Yeah, we haven't found fire ever since Fry went missing or something like that. And he goes, Y2K. Like, yeah, Y2K. And he's just blaming it. Oh, no. Good, good fucking show. But uh, Y2K also plays a part in. Uh, no, honestly. Uh, uh, just yeah, honestly. Oh, that's cool. Honestly, yeah. this is a really fucking cool topic. Um, no, I. Well, I just. For, for me, my final thought is it's just like. <laughs> it's hella funny that they were just like. Hey, we're gonna do this. Denmark is this cool? Yeah, and then uh, we we we're just gonna bury it under the snow and uh, hope everything works out. <laughs> uh, I was actually I was actually misled by this topic. I thought it was uh, the uh, the sexual uh, the the definition of the sexual act that was created by me, where you jerk off onto a, a gummy worm, and you stick it in your lover's mouth. It's called an ice worm. <laughs> you gotta freeze it first. Got to freeze it first. <laughs> but the, the footage threw me off the most. It's like this will throw him off the tracks. Nice <laughs> one you freeze your dick just to where it starts to lose hardness, and then you fuck. Oh yeah, cocksicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did What did you think, Matthew? About Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was pretty cool. I was like, I don't know, shit. 
Maybe they had a, maybe they're making walrus people down there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Dude, I, 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 keep, I, I keep Justin Long away from there. Get <laughs> <laughs> a fucking movie. Uh, what? There's a movie where he fucks a walrus? No, there's a movie called Tusk <laughs> where a fucking guy turns him into a walrus. He fucks? That guy. Hey, hey, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this question. If you get turned into too. a walrus, you're not going to go fuck another walrus. Let's be real. Ah, dude, dude I don't dabble. Listen here, I'm saying one if you were a manatee, dog, would you fuck another walrus? Yeah. When you put it that no, way, you no, your ass you, go, <laughs> you grow. You go up to the other fish with a horn on its head, and it's like you do gong. <laughs> and they um, throw Justin Long out the van. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what is that? What is that, Brandon? Uh, what is that, Brandon Fraser movie called? The Mummy. Which one? <laughs> whale. The whale. Never mind. I, I'm thinking about. Uh, I, oh, I, yeah. like, I was gonna be like blast from the past. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like how the first name Mummy. It's like we're talking about. <laughs> If you say that that one Pokemon, I'll say Pikachu. Like he's. Uh, I was thinking Wellard. Yeah, I hate. I hate to get sidetracked by my own joke, but in fucking Jane Silent Bob two, when Sean Williams Scott says, "Oh, well, when you put it that way, you bet your ass I would." It sounds like he's turned down, and that's the problem. Yeah, that's the passionate answer for that. (laughs) Like he really, he really put himself in that role. That was very. It was too much. If you were also a sheep, he's like, well, if you put it that way, you bet your ass I would. (laughs) There's a place for people like you. (laughs) 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 Hey, do you guys think that, um, do you guys think that, um, do you guys think that Mr. Hands got buried with that horse in the pet cemetery and then they both (laughs) (laughs) And just like, they were just railing it instead of fucking. <laughs> and that, actually, that, that's that actually, is almost I'm not as good as Matt's joke in that episode. You guys, I, you guys that's actually secretly a, a, a porn parody I'm making. It's called Pet Semen ter- Terry. So, <laughs> so seriously, um, on on the episode, um, the fucking fruit the fruit machine. machine I, I was about to just call it Gaydar. Um, on the fruit machine episode. So guys, the Mr. Hands story right? makes me laugh every single time. But there's one joke in there that makes me absolutely. Fucking lose it! I laughed my ass off on the pod. Laugh my ass off when I was editing it, and then laugh my ass off when I've showed other people. And it's when we we get slightly done talking about it. We're talking about the obituary, and Matt goes, "Do you think the horse attended the funeral?" (laughs) 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 Like we're talking about the funeral, and Matt just goes, and it's like we get quiet after like laugh a little bit about the funeral. He goes, "Do you think the horse attended?" We should have said the horse the horse actually wrote uh, actually read the eulogy, said he was my friend, he was my lover, he was my neighbor. <laughs> let me uh, let me get my final thought in so I can uh, take off. Sorry, sorry. sorry. So, uh, so for me, all in all, this this was a sneaky operation shrouded in another operation to gain nuclear control. The idea was good with the tunnels, but the location wasn't ideal. Obviously, they I don't know why they didn't anticipate ice would melt eventually. <laughs> but uh, if they would have just gotten permit, like full permission to do the operation on land, it would have been more viable. And uh, 
held a strong stance against the Soviets. Yeah. Not to mention, doesn't nuclear power put out like a lot of fucking heat? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but of course everything the United States does is short-sighted and not planned well and always hiding in the shadows, manipulating, uh, manipulating the people that stick their necks out for them, which is also fucked up. So we just kind of, we helped uh, uh, the Greenland people like, yeah, come on over. Uh, Did you write that? Did you write that down? Can you? Yeah, I do you? Yeah, I always write down my final thoughts. Oh, really? Uh, you yeah. did? That sounded really well articulated. We're over here sound like a couple of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I, also, I also got a question for the for the listeners, too. The location wasn't awful because there was not enough walruses there to go around. <laughs> and also, the motherfuckers didn't anticipate people going around with heat, uh, vision goggles like, hey, look, it's just a bunch of snow. Yeah, but why does that hill over there have a chocolate nougaty, nougaty center? It's just like nice and hot in this general area. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah, I can't see your question to the... Thermal vision, not night vision. Yeah, here's a, here's a question for you the listeners. I fucked with your technicality. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how would you feel if another country built a secret military base on U.S. soil or for our listeners that are out of the country? How would you or how do you feel about the U.S. building bases on your own soil? Let us know in the comments or in our wherever you want to throw them out there. We want to hear we want to see you guys argue. Let's hear it all. And also, we want to hear you guys' best uh, sexual puns out of this topic because that'd be hilarious. Yeah. 